in the city beats uh, Big Snow. That's for sure. Rainy days and Thursdays always get you down? No. no. Not in the middle of January because it could be a snowy day. You notice, though, that even a moderate amount of rain will tend to pool in your yard and your driveway in places because the ground has been frozen. So there's no real way for it to be absorbed into the ground at a fast pace. I've not noticed that. No. But it makes sense. Yeah, use your noggin every now and again. <laughs> Why is there a big puddle out in front of my house and it's just drizzling? Where's it going to go? You've had a puddle, standing water? Well, out front in some low areas. Yeah. Takes a little more time for it to all be absorbed by the soil. Just saying. I don't mind the rain. I'm with you versus the snow. Give me this. Give me the little drizzle all day versus the nonsense that we normally we've, get. By the way, I think we've only had one kind of decent snow. Oh, yeah. That was the, quote, blizzard. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And for anyone who's saying, oh, just jinx. No, there's no, there's no such thing well, as weather jinx. Well, you, you feel like we're going to pay for it on the other that end somewhere. That may be true, but well, anyone blaming me like, for suggesting right, that, right. well, we haven't had any snow yet, and then you're going to call me when we get 25 inches of snow. Don't blame me. Like, I don't blame know Mother if we're, I don't, we're gonna pay for it at some time. I don't know if we're gonna pay for it in February, and there's a like, or if we're gonna pay for it in May. Well, there was a stretch where it was minus five hundred for like five straight days. Right, right. We, we had that. We had that, we had that. But other than that, it's been so far so terrific. Good. Yeah. It's been terrific. Uh, listen, it's gray. It's a typical uh, Chicago winter day in January. And the problem is, in April, we get days like today. Yeah. In April. Yeah. It will be like this. This is like being a Chicago sports fan, as we discussed yesterday. Jury. This is what you've just said. You looked outside. It's 38 degrees. It's drizzling. And it's gray. And you're like, hey. It's could great be worse. day in Chicago. Yeah, I go, could be worse yeah. for January 19th. Is yeah. that what today is? I know the Bears are three and fourteen, but the Vikings lost. We got the first pick, and the Ooh, Vikings and Packers lost. Yes, could be worse. Our bar is so low. That's what you got to do. Got to psych yourself up. Three one two three three two three seven seven six, and we're going to be at Twin Peaks tomorrow. Oh, yeah, Oakbrook Terrace. By the way, it'll be fun. First what time we've been out in twenty twenty three. What were you looking at? No, I I think that you know. All sports, they ebb and they flow. There's, you know, something that's popular and an approach is, is, is what's in vogue this year. And then next year, things are different. I just think when you look at this landscape through the lens of the Bears having the number one overall selection, you have to also look at what has transpired in, in New York and in San Francisco when, say, some teams obviously know the value of a marquee number one quarterback – but if your team is built in a decent fashion and for whatever reason you have swung and missed at the QB spot, maybe you maybe instead of trying to 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 bargain with the Bears about moving up into the top five to draft one of the top three quarterbacks, maybe you're a team like the Jets that would pursue Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr or Geno Smith as opposed to getting back into that that rookie quarterback race. So I just think I think that you look at the Giants. Like, there are a lot of people, I think, at the start of the season would have put the Giants on this list prior to the ball being kicked off in week one. For sure. Some teams look, hey, can I build my team in a way that we don't have to be so reliant on the quarterback being elite, that we can win because our team is talented in a number of different areas, 
and we'll win with this quarterback, maybe there will be games we'll win because of them. Because I think you can look at the game in Minneapolis on Sunday and say they won not just with Daniel Jones. They won in large part because of his play. Yes. But maybe you will find teams that look at this situation and say, hey, maybe we can do what the Giants did. Hey, maybe we can do what the 49ers did. Now, my response would be not everyone can build a team like the 49ers and not everyone's got a coach and maybe a blossoming young front office guy like the Giants have right now as well. And maybe the bloom on that rose won't last forever. But right now, so what I'm saying is, is if you've got a team, whether you're the commanders, there's talent on the commanders or you're, as I said, the Jets. Maybe they take themselves out of the 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 rookie quarterback. I don't want to move up into the top five to draft a rookie quarterback because I'm good in other areas, and we're going to try to win the manner in which the 49ers win in the way that the Giants win. So I don't know. I don't know what the landscape will be come April, but I'm with you. I do believe that you will find at least one suitor for the number one overall pick. Three, three, two, three, seven, seven, six. The other, the other uh, thing that I wanted to share with people. The Ian Cunningham story is interesting. I don't know how many people who follow the Bears just in general fashion even know who Ian Cunningham is. I know the diehards do. Ian Cunningham is the assistant general manager. He came from the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's thought of very highly in league circles. And uh, Ryan Poles has even said he knew that when he hired him, he wasn't going to have him for long. But he didn't think he would lose him after one year. He came this close to losing him this year. He was a finalist for the Titans job. And we found out today, according to Jay Glazer, that Ian Cunningham was offered the Arizona Cardinals job. He was their choice Mm -hmm. to be their general manager. Ian Cunningham said no, even though he interviewed, whether it was the terms of the deal, the years, or just... Um, knowing that the Cardinals and their their situation can be volatile. Yes, that that wasn't the job for him. And if he goes another year and if the Bears continue to build things up, his name will remain hot and he's going to get his job. Someone else tweeted something out. I forget who it was. But unlike coaches... The general managers only usually get one swing. Very rarely is the gen- young general manager given a second opportunity. Yeah. If you usually fail and are fired, you don't get recycled. There are no usual retreads for general managers. It's on to the next guy. Like Jerry Angelo was the Bears GM. He was never a GM again. No. You know, the I G- don't anticipate Ryan Pace will be given the opportunity. Right, right. You, you've usually, even the successful ones, very rarely go on to be GMs again. So the bad ones, when you fail, you're done. You're then a scout. You're then a director of player personnel. You're just never given that chair, so you've got to be choosy. And Ian Cunningham was choosy in this case. He's coming back to the Bears, and the Bears will, will hopefully benefit from that, and him and Poles will... Well, hopefully, I'm telling you, I hope we're going to look back at this draft and we're going to look back on it and say this is how the foundation was built on a really, really good Bears team. Here's hoping. 2023 draft. Here's hoping. And here's something like, listen, if that happens and they are significantly better next year, Ian Cunningham will be on the top of people's lists again. So 
Um, Good for the Bears because I've heard nothing but really good things about Ian Cunningham. So to have him back in the fold up there in the most important offseason, I would say, I mean, has there ever been, not just, I know the Bears have never had the first pick in the most cap space because the salary cap, A, hasn't been around forever, and B, they haven't had the first pick since the mid-40s when the salary cap wasn't a thing. And I how don't many people believe, were drafting then? Right. I, I don't believe, I can't imagine that there's ever been has there ever been another team? Maybe there has been. Because I don't think that the, the, the Jags didn't have the most cap space last year, right? They had the number one pick. But I don't think they had the most cap space. It was space. close. They had a lot. I don't I know. Don't, but I don't think there's ever been an NFL franchise in modern NFL history. Has there the, the team owned not only the number one pick, but they had the most money to spend in free agency as well? I'm not sure that's ever been the case, that a team has had that much at their disposal. And did any like I don't know if the the Jags had the most, but didn't they spend the most? They had a lot uh, of money, right? They had a and the fir- a first round pick. I, you may be right. Like I don't know the answer. And I don't of, recall uh, the Jags having the most. And the Christian Kirk uh, signing that a lot of people said, well, he's not worth the seventy million or whatever he got. He's been really good for them. He has. And I think if you look closer into that contract, what you look at is the guaranteed money and. From the guaranteed money perspective, I don't think it was that lopsided or it was less lopsided. But I think the Jags are a good example also of a team that was picking number one and did have money to spend and spent it wisely, as Dan Durkin has talked to us in the past, and drafted pretty damn well and has found that they are a team pointed in the right direction. Yeah. 312-332-3776. So we mentioned there are probably 10 teams who legitimately need a quarterback. It's almost a third of the league. How many solutions are out there of trade candidates and free agency on your list that you counted? Teams that need a QB. No, we, oh, there are 10. How many solutions uh, uh, on that list are um, there? It depends on what happens with, with Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady. I don't consider so the, Sam Darnold a, really a, no, a, no, an answer no. to a question. So Daniel, let's, let's go Lamar and Brady. That's two. I think Geno Smith is in that in that group. That's three. Jimmy Garoppolo's in that group. Four. I really think that's it. I mean, there's other names of guys that will be available. Andy but Dalton's Derek, not Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is also on the trade market. Correct. I don't believe they're trading Jared Goff. Uh, Trey Lance may be available. Uh, Jordan Love may be available, depending on what the Packers do. Aaron Rodgers may be available. So, I mean, you would have to rank them in most likely. There's no question that Derek Carr is going to be available. Don't know about Rodgers, don't know about Love. I would be pretty willing to bet a lot of money that Brady is going to be available if he's interested in playing. I'd be very, very willing to tell you that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be available. Outside of that, I don't know what the Baltimore Ravens are going to do with Lamar. At the very least, what they can do is enfranchise him. Um, So there are going to be solutions. Let's just say, you know, four. How about that? So so, so there will be plenty of teams still needing to trade up. Yes. Even though we thought there are way more solutions out there on the free agent or trade market, there are still going to be a lot of teams without a chair to sit in after the dust settles in the trade and free agent market. Yes. I, do you think the commanders are interested in signing 
uh, Sam Darnold to a long-term deal? No, I would say that the commanders are... are, the are Panthers? Looking. No, I'm saying the commanders. The commanders are looking for a quarterback. Do you think they're going to knock on Sam Darnold's door? No. My point no, is, no. is the commanders are going to be looking for a quarterback. You put them in the list of teams. They've done that already. Yes. They've done, they've done the Sam Darnolds of the world. Correct. So it, I think the landscape's different than it has been, but I do believe that they will find a dance partner. Not sure what the package will look like. Like I was very much on board with the concept of fleecing somebody. Is a team going to be fleeced? I don't know. I keep thinking about the team that's 190... Was it 180 miles south of us? What is it, about a three-and-a-half-hour trip to Indianapolis, Indy. three hours to Indy? Like, that's the team that I would, I think, probably you've got the chance to dance with most. Think, I mean, think about it. They're in, like you said, they're in, the same, they're in the same division as the Texans who pick second. Their owner and their GM has basically told you, we'll, we'll do whatever we have to do to get the quarterback that they want. The owner may come in and tell you that he he wants the first overall pick. Do you think Jim Irsay would like being on everybody's television camera or everyone's television? He hired an analyst. He hired an analyst. Yeah. So I mean, anything's possible with that. But we'll find out. We'll see. He's a loose cannon. He is. Dockage responded, by the way. Did he? Uh, someone, uh, Ron, uh, tweeted Jim Irsay at Josh McDaniel's house, and then he tweeted out a picture. Um, is this like from one of the Fockers movies uh, with Ben Stiller? Did Ben Stiller flood yes. the bathroom in one of those? I thought he did, yeah. So, and it's it's one of those uh, videos. And then I sent it to Dockage. And Dockage said maybe he was on the phone. I don't know how it happened, he wrote. And we're talking about the story that Dockage tweeted out that one of the reasons why Josh McDaniels had cold feet after he agreed to take the Colts job was because Jim Ursay was in his bathroom for an inordinate amount of time and it made his wife concerned. And then they backed out of the deal because of that. Jim Ursay in the McDaniels family home. That seems like that would be kind of an odd interview anyway, doesn't it? Like, I don't, I don't know Josh McDaniels, but from the outside looking in, Seems like he's a bit quirky as well. Yeah, he says, uh, my sources inside the Colts are great. Got this today. Quote, McDaniel's wife made him pull the plug after having Ursay in their home in Massachusetts, observing his odd behavior. Behavior that included being in the McDaniel's family bathroom for a very long and awkward period of time. What is very long and awkward? I don't know. That, that's what our topic was. What would make you, as people, anyone listening, 312-332-3776, feel uncomfortable from a business partner or a friend? If you had a friend over or if you had a coworker over or a boss over, what would make you so uncomfortable where you would question a relationship or taking a job. Was there any noise coming out of that bathroom? Any word on that? I gave you everything I knew. Okay. I thought maybe... Oh, here, here's oh. more. Oh. Yeah, I got more from okay. five hours ago. Got more intel, according to, to Dakich. Close to an hour in someone else's house. 
as being in the bathroom. Oh, come on. He wasn't in the bathroom for close this to an is, hour. We should put Dockage on the phone. We should get Dockage on the phone. Close to an hour? Uh, now Can now you that's text odd. Can and, and have him tell us what he knows? Now that's odd. If somebody's in, anybody's in your bathroom you for do, an hour. You do. Don't you do the uh, well-being well check, yes. Hey. You okay Mr. in there? Mr. Ursay? Mr. Ursay, you need anything? Just want to make sure everything's okay. I've had some bad stomach issues in my life. I've never been in a bathroom that long. An hour? No, never. Only when you're like really deathly ill and you have to stay there knowing that it's unproductive going back to your room. Or I I was puking and and laying on the ground or laying on the floor and I fell asleep. Yeah. But I don't even recall doing that. Or you passed out. I may have done that. Like, and if you have an issue, aren't you texting from inside the bathroom? Well, who are you texting? Like, Dr. Hey, Josh, Dr. come get me. Like, and if you're on the phone, you don't stay in the bathroom. Like, you finish no. up what you're doing in the bathroom. I got to make a call. Yes. You go out in the yeah, driveway. Right, right, right. You tell them, look, like, I, I got some business I got to conduct. I got to go out in the driveway. I don't, again, like, I don't have any problem taking my time. Like, it's your place. Like, I'm not rushing. I'm not going to sit in there and, and, and make calls and, and, and send email, but I'm not going to rush. Like, if it was in somebody's place that I didn't really know and I needed to do something, I mean, I'd try to be quick with it. Tyler, you know the story where uh, Waddle broke the seal in my bathroom, right? Uh, in, in my condo. I've and, been uh, told to ref- refresh my somebody memory. Somebody had to do it. I mean, you, Ukrainian yeah, village. I mean, someone's got a Christmas. Brand yeah. new condo. I was so proud of this place, too. Multiple floors. First time I ever owned a it condo. A, it was a great place. Yeah, it had a split level. So I had, a, I had an upstairs bathroom. I had a downstairs bathroom. Is this before or after I got rid of your B problem? It's a good point. Because you ran you did, around up there squealing like a young child. Yeah, so uh, the old owners, I got to keep their... I had a rooftop, mm-hmm. and I got to keep their the deck furniture. Yes. And they and it had not been occupied for a while, and it was wood furniture. Yeah. And I bought it in the summer, and because no one was up there, bees built a nest in the wood underneath one of the chairs. So I think you came over after you christened one, one it, of the toilets. Was it afterwards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I had just moved in. Was that when my you payment? Christened. Was that my payment for the, the what I did? No, no, no. You 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 did the uh, you christened this early, and right. then you got the. Maybe I felt bad, so I decided to take care of your B problem. We were going to the airport to go to Boston, right? Like a day or two after I'd moved in, and I'd not even used this bathroom yet. And you came over and you christened that bathroom. Well, by I going figured I'd rather two. do that than use your the bathroom in your room. Like yeah, I was so, actually yeah. doing you a favor. Well, that's off limits. Like the mass, the, the bedroom really? bathroom is off limits really? for guests. Really? Isn't it? I probably if you're married, yes, but if you're single, I don't know. That's off limits. If there's a, a second bathroom in the house, that's off. What limits. if it's being used? Being yeah, used by you, Yeah, what if you have like a, a party going? Well, if there's a party, yeah. Then you're I opening mean, it up? Yeah, if, you, if you're hosting a party, every bathroom can be used. You better expect that. What's worse, I open your fridge door and I'm rummaging through your groceries or I'm in your bathroom? Have the, the second. Have that in my fridge. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my food is your food. My toilet's not your toilet. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I am a civilized human being. Yeah. I, use, 
I use things yeah, properly. You got a high splash factor. Oh God, no, I don't. You you are on. How or- do you know? Right, because so he's, he's never he's never he's never got a solid one. That's not true. That ain't true. It is true. No, it's not. I've been I different hear you. Since I what? You hear the echo? Yes. Splash? Yes. But do you have a bug in there, too? Like No bug. <laughs> you bug in the bathroom? I know two things Weirdo. about Lotto. He's unorganized, and he doesn't that's smell. Not, that's and not And he organized. doesn't smell. I'm not organized. Oh, you mean... That's not true. My life changed when I started taking... Danny from Schaumburg. I gave him a tip that changed his life. That, that you now use you, Metamucil. Yes. You're more day. regular, but you're not whole. No, I, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. Good yes. enough yes. isn't good enough. Yeah, it is. Like, you take care of yourself over there, mister. You let me take care of me. And I am. I'm just telling you in my bathroom. If you come over to my house and you need to use a bathroom and they're being used, you can use my master Thank bathroom. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to take a dump in your bathroom on the Super Bowl. Have at it. Go ahead. I don't care. It's a toilet. I don't like road games. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about you. No. Really? I'll finish my business. He's going to get cold feet walking in. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to Waddle's world. Dockage is going to join us at four to give us more. As Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story. We can ask him as well if he's if he's all in with making a deal with our bears. Oh, maybe we we could wheel and deal. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we've got Mike Tirico at uh, five o'clock. He's the best voice of the NFL now, right? Amen. Uh, Amen. I mean, yes. he's outstanding. Yes. But a lot, there's a lot of talk about who's got it. Like, is Romo overrated? Is Al Michaels over the hill? There's one thing for sure. Mike Tirico is on top of his game. And he's one of our favorite guys. He's going to join us at 5. But we've got uh, Waddle's World coming up next. It's that time again when we venture deep into the great unknown. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. A trip inside the mind of a multi-concussed former Bears wide receiver. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him, and he had an all-time day in the use of smelling salt. Buckle up, boys and girls. Tom Waddle, everything wants to have a Tom Waddle. If I had a football team, I'd like to have a Tom Waddle on my team because you draw from that. It's time to go inside. Waddle's World. Tom Waddle did have to use a lot of smelling salt. Get that right, John. Waddle's World brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. They are Chicago's banks. Uh, to find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Remember FDIC. Let's take Juan's call right now because I'm not buying anything that's written on that screen right you now. You think he's pranking us? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm a gentleman. I was a gentleman, always have been a gentleman, but Juan's got a story. What's what's your story, Juan? I got a few stories to tell about Waddle over here. Well, Juan here gave me his autograph when I was working over there at 205. But and you I'm mean over at Fox okay? when I'm we were over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, explain. <laughs> what's that? But I was just joking about the autograph thing, but the, the backsplashes that you're talking about, my goodness, you're damn right I wouldn't let him use my uh, washroom. Even if it was in the basement, I had to go buy. I would go get a porta potty for him. How do you know that wasn't Corey McFerrin? It wasn't. And it was me. It was. It, Waddle, I see you get out the washroom. You were the only one in. I was in there cleaning, and I would respect it. And I would get out. I would get out of the washroom. I would let you take care of your business. Then I'd go back in there and I'd have to clean. You know, I have to clean up your mess. Wait, wait, wait a minute. For oh, let, let's back this up a little bit, Juan. 
You are claiming that you you were... I was a janitor at 205 North Michigan. All right. But Martin Pacheco, if he remembers Martin Pacheco, he knows I am not lying at all. So you are saying that you were the the janitor over at Fox 32 when Waddle was doing the final word. And oh, yeah. And, and you, final... you had extra toilet duty, literally, Thanks, when Thanks, Waddle was working the final word. Erroneous. That that is correct. How do you know that Corey McFerrin wasn't in the facility before me? Yet, yeah, Juan, you didn't clean the toilet every five minutes. Because you weren't in there every five minutes. And maybe at so least wait a second. Was, was that your only? That was your only role. You had to take care of me. You know, you're the one who made the most mess out of everybody. You know, football players. You know how. You know how it is? No, I don't know how it is. You're talking about Blasphemy. Hey, no, I'm not accusing Corey. I'm just saying, how do you know? High splash factor. Maybe it was John Escra. Maybe it was Dan Borelli. How dare you? Maybe it's Jeff Nelson. You know know the janitors know all the dirty business that goes around. Maybe it's Lou Canellis. Maybe Lou's still killing (laughs) toilets over there. (laughs) He probably probably still is, but I'm not there no more, so I wouldn't know. All right. It's great talking with you, gentlemen. I'm a, I'm a hundred time caller, first time on the air. So thank you very much. You got I it. Appreciate this Despite kind of the blasphemy, I still like you. I, but, you know, and, and you know the autographing. You know, you know I should have asked you though. <laughs> you probably would have said yes. Of course, I would it. have. Aren't you violating uh, like some sort of a janitorial code by telling uh, yes, yeah. like a, po- yeah. a poop conduct code? Yeah, I think so. I would have been a little policy I would have been breaking, and I probably would have got written up or reprimanded for what I asked him for his autograph. So I was a little worried about no, that. But it was know, a, like, it was, no, you know, you know, I would not have treated you. I would have not given you the stop sign. I would have said, absolutely, I'll sign whatever you have. It was the greatest time of my life working, working around you. So, you know, like I said, thank you for giving me that time. It was a great time to uh, not only speak with you right now, but uh, it was a great time working over there in 2011. Well, hold, you have a great one. Hold on. I'm going to get your autograph, I mean, your uh, phone number, and Waddle will send you an autograph. I'm going to send you an autograph. And then Are you gonna, serious? And then he's going to poop on yeah. it. A little no, smear, I'm too. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't listen to these clowns. Don't listen to them, one. Yes. You give Tyler your info, and I'll have something sent out to you. You're right. There's janitor code. And I, again, I'm not. I, I, I am. My first word out of my mouth was erroneous. I wouldn't do that. I, 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 there are certain people that don't take care of things that they've messed up. I'm not one of them. A Todd O'Connor says for a guy who planks his pants regularly, so <laughs> Sylvie's being awfully judgmental. Thank you. Who was that? Was that Todd, Todd? Todd O'Connor. Thank yeah. you, Todd. Thank you. Yes. This is what they do. They shine the light on somebody else when they want to take the attention away from themselves. Mr. Poop-a-Lot. <laughs> Sir Poop-a-Lot. Uh, four o'clock, Dan Dockage will clear some of this up for us. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, some football news for yeah. you, if you don't mind me segueing out of the bathroom and onto the gridiron. Uh, and by the way, the Bulls are playing. I don't know what the score is because I can't get any stats on it. You'd think they were playing on Mars. <laughs> The NFL plays everywhere, and yeah. stats are, like, yeah. instantaneously yes. updated. I've been, Why is been struggling to get a box score. Now I finally got it. Bulls are winning 78-62. Well, the game's on TV, but you're, you're just looking for a scoring breakdown, yes. right? Yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, the Bucks have, in fact, fired offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. I'm not surprised 
thought that offense was very unimaginative this year. Um, I think I think Carm's been on this for quite some time. That he didn't like the way the offense looked, and I I concur. I co-signed that. But they have moved on from Byron Left, which I think they're going to move on. I think Tom Brady's going to move on from them. So I think that uh, there'll be some changes. Also leaving the staff, specialist coach Chris, uh, Chris, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I think he was a kicker in the league. Uh, Boniel? Chris Boniel? Boniel? He was one time there. Was he? Briefly. Briefly. Like, I think he was a... uh uh, like a fill-in for a week or two when they were having like a uh, uh, shocking kicking problems. Yeah, Chris Bonyol. By the way, they've they've also released uh, relieved their wide receivers coach of his duties, the offensive quality controlman, uh, the assistant defensive line coach, running backs coach Todd McNair, quarterbacks coach uh, Clyde Christensen, and senior offensive assistant. Uh, outside linebackers coach Bob Sanders has decided to like so everyone got launched except Todd Bowles. Is that the way that they do things now in the league? Is is they just get rid of all the assistant it's, coaches uh, and the uh, head coach gets so. to? Is there a chance that uh, Arians comes back and they slide? I don't think so. No, I don't uh, think so. Chris Bonio in 1999 uh, attempted uh, six field goals for the Bears. I don't I forget say it's these one of those things. names that I always struggle to pronounce. And he made Chris, them all. Let's let's do it again. Chris Boniol. Chris Boniol. Boniol. Yeah. Boniol. Boniol. Mm-hmm. Ravens offense coordinator Greg Roman has resigned amid the uh, team's offensive declining results. Well, that kind of happens also when your quarterback is out the last five games of the season and into the postseason, right? I thought Greg Roman did a fabulous job over the course of the last several years at different stops. Remember, he was the offensive coordinator for Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco. Yes. Greg Roman was. Right. And they were fantastic when Cap was, not David Kaplan, but Colin Kaepernick was under center for them. Uh, did a fabulous job. And then, you know, for it so was, many years with the Baltimore Ravens, that offense was, was really... It was Jim Harbaugh... Greg Roman and Vic Fangio. Yes. That That's was a, a staff. great staff. That's yeah. a staff. Isn't Sean Payton allegedly in talks with Vic Fangio to bring him uh, as yeah, his that, DC? That's who, yes, that's been the rumor. And by the way, speaking of Jim Harbaugh, um, his refusal, I guess, in this case has delayed uh, things for Michigan. Uh, Michigan's NCAA infractions case projects a prolonged path to resolution. This is according to Pete Thamel. After football coach Jim Harbaugh's refusal during multiple meetings with the NCAA this week to acknowledge that he had lied to NCAA investigators, a source confirmed to ESPN today. During an attempt to expedite the case and achieve a negotiated resolution, Harbaugh refused to acknowledge that he had lied to NCAA investigators, a source confirmed. He has maintained that he doesn't remember the incident in question, which has led to a standstill in the case. An admission that Harbaugh had lied likely would have led him accepting a multiple-game suspension as he faces a potential level-1 NCAA violation. The initial investigation into Michigan included four level-two recruiting violations. I didn't know that. I thought this was supposed to be something that was very minor. Sounds like it's a little bit more than Mm -hmm. very minor. So we'll find it. I don't know what's going on in college football anymore. What's available, what's not available, what, what's legitimate, what's not legitimate, what ultimately is going to be put in place instead of... What can you do, what can't you do? I mean, 
don't there have to be some guidelines eventually? They went from not being able to do anything to the wild, wild west. You can't pay a player anything. Can't buy a player lunch too. Right. <laughs> you can give him anything. I mean, I, I don't I don't know why we can't find some common ground here. Uh, by the way, the Dolphins have fired their defensive coordinator Josh Boyer after three seasons. Uh, as I was mentioning to you, the Chicago Bulls have a lead over the Detroit Pistons. 82-66 is what my computer we says think. right now. Who knows? Uh, Gronk said his mindset wasn't there despite several teams being interested in him. I believe the Bills called. The Bills called and wanted uh, Gronk to come out of retirement. He just said no. Is he permanently retired or is he on Gronk's a hiatus? permanently retired but he said this year my mindset wasn't even close to going back on the field even when a couple of teams called me it just wasn't there the situation was the right situation but my mindset wasn't there i feel like my mindset just isn't there even going into this offseason i would say it's a very slim chance that he comes yeah. back he's on with k adams now a weekly so, isn't yeah. he? i think he's going to kick a, a field goal or he's going to attempt to kick a field goal at super bowl Tyler, isn't that with uh, with with who you endorse? Fanduel, yeah, yeah, that's a Fanduel mm-hmm. promotion. Yeah, he's so still we'll with Fox. Is Gronk still with Fox? Not sure. Is he? I don't know. I think so. I'd imagine he'll do stuff for the Super Bowl. I saw one of the. Uh, well, I think yeah, it was the Super Bowl. He's. I think. Yeah, maybe he's going to do some work for Fox and attempt to f- kick a field goal. R- Richard Deitch, uh, who writes a media column, wrote that. Fox has no plans at this time to get Tom Brady involved yeah. in this year's Super Bowl. That it's going to be Greg Olson's exclusive. I told you that, like, I believe, wasn't it Joe Buck that said in an interview a while ago that he, I think he said, or somebody said that there no, are it was pe- Buck, yeah. Was it Buck that said several people at Fox in L.A. said that their money would be on he never, would never go into the booth? That the contract may be there. That it's that the like offer. a preliminary plan for him that he's just got it just in case. Yeah, but some believe he won't ever decide to do it. I don't. I don't. I would be surprised if he did. I was surprised to hear that he wanted to go into the booth. Was that like, like a last-ditch effort to save his marriage? I don't know. Because his wife wanted him to retire? Maybe he needed some, uh, some cosmetic money. I know. I know. He shouldn't do the cosmetic surgery stuff, but I don't think his money was an issue. Probably not. Uh, the NFL has announced five teams will play home games abroad next season. The Bills, the Titans, the Jags, the Chiefs, and the Patriots will each host international games. The Chiefs and Pats will host games in Germany, and the Bills, Titans, and Jags will play in London. We were debating would the Bears-Chiefs game, because the Bears are playing at the Chiefs, would that be selected as a, a game in Germany? And I hope not, because I want to go to the Kansas City game. Go to the Kansas City game in Germany? No, I want to see the I want to see the Arrowhead experience. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. All right, uh, I have a baseball story for you, but I don't really even feel like reading it. So why? I got some baseball stuff for you later. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll bring it when I come back. I will. But we could we could do both at like four thirty. Why don't we do that? Why don't we make a trade? Your baseball story for my baseball story at 4.30. Perfect. So when we come back, I'll give you a story about Viagra. I think you'll be interested. Okay. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. 
This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. I'd like to apologize to uh, executive producer of sports over at Fox, John Eskra, who got caught up in the crossfire, so to speak. I, uh, I didn't say anything negative about him. I just said, listen, I wasn't the only one in the office at the time. You could have been anyone. You no, accused not him. true. I did not accuse anybody. Just said, I just don't know how you come to the conclusion it was me. Uh, men who use Viagra are 25% less likely to suffer early death. That's according to a oh. USC study. A new study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine found that Viagra lowers the risk of heart disease in men by up to 39%. And it even helps reduce the risk of early death. Researchers from the University of Southern California studied 70,000 adult men with an average age of 52. That's you, right? 51? 51 years old. Who'd been diagnosed with erectile dysfunction at some point between 2006 and 2020. That part I wasn't attributing to you. I just was the age. That's what I was saying. Nothing wrong with that. Look, you do no, what you have to 51. do. No, I just said I wasn't pointing to you. I said, that's you. I meant the age. Bluetooth brings you, uh, as you know, Crosstalk Unhinged. Yeah. Fresh one was dropped today, by the way. Connor McKnight actually enjoyed uh, enjoyed stopping by. He I was think. a little, I think he felt a little awkward. I felt bad bringing him into the, the cobweb. You didn't invite him initially. Did not because, like, and it wasn't because I was trying to exclude him. By the way, it was Carmen and I having a conversation with him in the hallway. So Carmen and I both kind of overlooked it, but I think it's because it was, we just felt that we didn't want to soil Connor with our nonsense. And he lives in a different, you know, World, so to speak. So he's a new father now too. He's a new father. That's a set an example. He's more world. We live than in the, the dark web. Carmen, me, and you, and Yurko. Okay, <laughs> he doesn't. He's in the smart web. He's just in a more proper place. Anyway, so just so you know, if you're uh, using Viagra, there's a good chance that uh, you know you're not going to suffer a, an early death, or at least you're 25 percent less likely. Yes. To suffer an early death. Doesn't mean if you go out and do stupid things that you don't put yourself at risk, right? Like what? Just because you're taking Viagra doesn't mean you can go outside and run around in traffic. But that's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. It just means that I don't think you would die because of a heart attack. Correct. Though. If you're in a sword fight, okay, you're bull riding, whatever it is, you do something that's risky. This isn't what this is about. This would, is would you about... ever run with the bulls? No. No. No? Would you watch it? Is that on your bucket list? No. I mean, no. I mean, I'd like to be there sitting at a cafe, maybe, with a cold drink. That's what I'm saying. Enjoying like, a... On the other side of the fence. Yeah. It's in Spain, right? Am I yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not very worldly. Um, but, yeah, maybe. Uh, here's an interesting story. The headline is very appealing. Is this from you, right, Jake? Or is this from Tyler? No, this is a Jake production today. Woman sues concert venue after getting so drunk she blew up a house, causing $15 million in damages. Uh, you know what? This it's, is one that... It's not a fun story. Don't give me the disapproving look. She blew up a house? Can I tell you the story before you you know, give me bitter beer face? I, I'm not approving of this story. A woman is suing a concert venue after she got so drunk at a Marilyn Manson show that she blew up a house. 
Daniela Lease, 26, was driving home from the concert at the Budweiser Gardens Arena in London, Ontario, in August of 2019 when she crashed into a house causing an explosion. The explosion destroyed four houses and injured seven people. Falling embers caused fires at several homes nearby. This is fantastic. The entire neighborhood also had to be evacuated. And gas and water service were shut off in the area. The explosion reportedly caused somewhere between $10 and $15 million in damage. So what, what, what's the proper response? Ha, ha, ha. What, like, this is a horrible story. It is. This is, you know, it's sometimes I, I am, I'm here to, You're just the to give a public service announcement. And what is that? What don't is, get so drunk at a concert and get in a car and do stupid things. Don't get, how about don't drive when you're drinking at all? Here's the, the the moral of the story is 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 don't sue the concert venue because you're the one hey, that did this. It's always that, yeah. yeah. They always go back and not my fault. It's the hot coffee, not McDonald's, my fault. Right? Isn't that the ultimate one that we always fall back on? Yeah, that that's the notorious for that they had to put on there that coffee may be hot. Yes. Would you be more proving of this? Scientists have developed a laser to detect aliens on distant planets. Is that more of your speed? Yeah. yeah. To confirm that? Yeah. I mean, this one, I don't have a public service announcement for this one. It's just, it's a good old-fashioned space story. They're not blowing anything up, at Scientists least. have developed a laser that could detect extraterrestrial life in outer space, which could speed up the decades-long quest to find other beings on a faraway moons and planets. I like that. I'm tired of this prolonged, we believe there's things out there. We haven't found them yet. Find them. Well, look, it would take away. Find like, them. It would take away a quarter of your television watching. No, I'm yeah. still no. I'm not. That's that's, that's not uh, a quarter. Yeah, well, yeah, you're undervaluing well, the amount of television okay. I watch. Oh, you're right. You do watch a lot. Tuesdays, I spend a lot of time watching a the 15th? Curse of Oak Island. So uh, I do a lot of uh, treasure searching. Seven percent of your television watching. No. On UFO documentaries? Only How when much? I'm working out during the day while I watch Ancient Aliens on the History Channel. That's not true. My wife and I watched UFO uh, UFO series about a month ago as well. Okay, so seven, what, 5%? Yeah. And by the way, another reminder, don't get all hammered up at your next concert and then do anything stupid yes. and then blame the concert venue. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's like I can't that, even bring a public... A, I can't a, even bring a public service announcement to our great listeners without you giving me this judgmental look. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I should have brought you the baseball story instead. That probably would have entertained you more. We, we may have solved a long-lost mystery. Why did Josh McDaniels back out of the Indianapolis Colts job years ago. Jim Irsay backed into his bathroom. We weren't looking for the answer to this, but it did fall into our laps. And the story is too good to not pass on to you. Dan Dockich will deliver it to you coming up next.